turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Hello, hello. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial. How you doing? Money invested in more is the name of the game. The name of the show, getting your retirement sooner rather than later. We'll talk real estate. We'll talk stocks, economy, the effect the president and Congress has on your money and your retirement, and much, much more. For instance, one of the best things I think Congress ever did was pass the 401k, giving you the ability to save money without paying federal taxes on it in the now. Your dollar goes a little bit farther. It gets taxed later. It's a 401k. That's a for-profit company retirement plan. It supplements Social Security. Social Security is not going to be enough. And if you think it is, good luck to you. Um, I don't think it's going to be enough for you. I looked at my Social Security benefits recently, and I'm on the high end because I'm a high earner. Um, but I don't think I could live off, you know, 1500 1600 is what my mom gets a month. It's not much. So, especially after you pay your health care benefits for Medicaid, Medi-Cal, Medicare, whatever state you're in, you pay for that kind of stuff. It ain't cheap. Well, it's cheap. It's cheaper than you would imagine for what you're getting in America. But let's just say it's problematic, to say the least, when you're on a fixed income for the first time in your life. Right now, you have a job. Jobs are beautiful. They pay you income. You have the ability from the age 20 to 60 to dictate where you work, when you work, how you work, how much you save. It's up to you. I've seen it all before. I'll see it all again. So my job is to get you to retirement. My job is to get you thinking. My job is to be infotaining, to be as honest as I can. Although I will say this, I recently saw Sylvester Stallone say he's been playing Rocky Balboa for 40 years. That's a long time. He wrote the first Rocky. He won an Academy Award. I know you're saying, Sylvester Stallone, isn't he a stupid guy, like a a meathead? I think he went through five Rockies and two Creeds. There was attempts to kill him off in Rocky V when he fought Tommy Gunn. The guy, the actor who had HIV, and people were like, oh, God, no. Long story short, he was supposed to die in that movie. But no. He did not. No way, fool. No way, fool. I know you're saying. Where's this going, Rob? Well, I saw uh, Sylvester Stallone talk to the young actor who plays Creed. At the end of the Creed 2 movie, he got a little videotape and he said, Hey, I'm done playing Rocky. This character is officially over for me. I've been doing it for 40 years of my life. I play a bit of a character. My friends call me Robert, but this is the Rob Black and Your Money Show. Rob Black is a bit of a character. Um... Black. I'll say things like, I see Kevin O'Leary all over Black. CNBC. I hate Kevin O'Leary because he's Canadian. <laughs> no. 
because he's kind of a blowhard who, you know, promotes himself and CNBC lets him. There's a lot of questions on whether or not we should have celebrities and or experts on CNBC um, touting what they own or something along those lines, because uh, it certainly can create a, a big conflict of interest if someone who is short the market comes on and says, well, I think, you know, capitalism is dead. I think the market goes to zero. And then someone like my mom hears that and she goes, Robert, market's going to zero, I heard. And I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, it's like Sheryl Sandberg recently from Facebook was talking about um, some of the shorts against um, Facebook. And she was, they basically, it looks like Facebook hired someone to look into George Soros, who's been very negative of Facebook. And the question is, is he negative about Facebook saying, oh, it's, 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 it's kind of like uh, an addiction. People get on it. They can't get off it. Is he short the stock or is he just giving commentary? Because if he's short the stock, his commentary should say, I'm shorting the stock because of this. I'm not getting into the middle of a fight between two billionaires, um, between George Soros and Sheryl Sandberg. It's not my thing. I think she's a billionaire, by the way. I could be wrong. I'm probably wrong. But who knows? Um, She's a wealthy woman. And um, she's like, is he shorting the stock? We have a right to know if you're, you're trashing us on public television because the public is television means the government owns the airwaves, right? I'm not allowed to say any dirty word that I want because the government says that's corrupting the kids' minds. Behave yourself. Of which, for the record, I had a college professor. He was fantastic. He said he was a writer and uh, he graduated from Indiana School of Writing or something like that. And Indiana was famous in the 80s and 70s for having... A situation where they sit in a circle and everyone criticizes your material and then the final bit of it, the teacher does too. But he lets all 20 students or all 30 students do it first. So anyway, he told me that you could use the word, which is the F word, which goes into fornicating, um, rhymes with puck. He said you could use that in all eight parts of a sentence. You could use this noun, a pronoun, an adjective, exclamation. Like, really? Try it. It's It's fun. That is not appropriate he, behavior. He loved language. He loved language. And he wasn't shocked by words. Sticks and stones may break my bones. Anyway, I'm totally digressing now. Um, Dow slips a little bit as investors brace for trade talks. This weekend, every weekend, what I pay attention to is the financial, not the financial news, but the, the, the political news. If you watch Sunday morning political news, you can kind of get a feel for what's going on. So, um, there's going to be a lot of that. There's going to be a lot of that. So that's what I do on my weekends. I, I slip into a bath, bubble bath. I like it on the hot, scalding side. I like to slowly put my foot in. And then I grab a bit, copy of Barron's magazine. And I read Barron's. And it's, it's kind of like my moment. Calgon, take me away. You remember the Calgon commercials? All right, all right, all right. Where in this crazy sexist world we live and the dad would work all day, but the mom would stay at home and have to deal with kids and messes and cleaning up stuff. And then when he finally got home, she would slip into a bath with Calgon. Bubble bath. God, I haven't had a bubble bath in years. When was the last time was I had a bubble bath? Maybe I'll do that this weekend. So while I'm reading my barons, I'll have a bubble bath and maybe a little champagne. Treat myself right, you know. It's been a tough week. So you should have a plan like that, too. Um, I'm constantly 
ingesting uh, media and research and trends and just what my eyeball sees. You know, anytime I go into a situation like there's a buffet or something, I always go to the buffet and look at it. I want to see what it looks like before I buy it, right? Same thing with investing. You kind of have to keep your eyes open and see what's happening. For instance, I have a question recently. Is Apple losing its luster finally? Did they raise prices so much that people finally caved and said, fornicate you kind of thing? Did they, is that what happened? That people are tired of it? Because that's the, that's the message the press has given us. But when I go to the gym and I do my 1,000 reps of 400-pound deadlift squats, um, right around 9.99, I look around because I'm almost done and I'm no longer focused on me. I'm now looking at other people, creepily so. And they all have Apple products and Apple products in their hands, Apple products in their ears, uh, Apple products on their wrists. So anyway, is Apple dying? That's a big question for you. Drop me an email this week at rob at robblackshow.com. It's rob at robblackshow.com. We'll talk investing. I'll get back on track, I promise. Thanks for listening to the show. I'm Rob Black. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. There's some good downloadables information on investing um, that'll get you thinking at newfocusfinancial.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money investing, and more. I try to give you the best advice I can, best insights. Sometimes I don't stick to it myself. And... That's fair. Um, But I'm trying to get you to retirement, dragging, kicking, and screaming. And I think the very first thing you have to start doing is compartmentalizing what are some of your financial decisions in your life. You know, the simplest step one, savings and budgeting. How much do you save? How much do you budget? How much do you earn? You kind of have to know that number or those numbers. Then you have to learn how to manage debt and credit. Um, Dated a woman named Juliet, her dad, when I was like 21 pulled me aside and he goes, Rob, and I'm, I'm, I'm not yet. I'm kind of like young Indiana Jones. I kind of have a sense for adventure, financial adventure, but I'm not the person, you know, right now. So, and he says, Robert, I just want you to know that I'll have debt the day I die and it's okay. And what he's trying to tell me, putting his arm around me is don't have sex with my daughter or I'll kill you. No, that's actually not what he was trying to say. What he was trying to say was mortgage debt's okay. Credit card debt, not so much. And I got it. And, you know, he, he was late in life to start financially succeeding. And maybe I saw that. So you got to learn to manage your credit and your debt. Another big topic is investing. You got to learn about that. Healthcare, really super important. You manage what you can't afford to lose. That's the, the trick with insurance. You insure what you can't afford to lose. I have health insurance and it sucks. It's awful. It's like, wait, wait, I just went to a doctor and aren't I supposed to have like a $15 or $10 or $20 to $5 deductible? And um, I just got a bill for like $300. I had a little dry patch of skin on my cheek. And one person said, that could be skin cancer. So I was like, I went to the doctor and he said, no, that's not skin cancer. I got a bill for $250, $300. That's terrible. I'm like, at least a prostate exam has some like, how shall we say, drama? For a doctor, to, for a doctor to look at you and go, eh, you're, that's okay, you're okay. Do you drink water? I'm like, yeah, I drink water. So he didn't even give me idle chit-chat much longer than that. That's a hotel room. 
for him to say that no, that's not, and that's fair. I mean, I guess it's a second opinion. I could do it myself, right? So healthcare, you insure what you can't afford to lose. You have a nice car, you insure it to the max. I used to do a thing where I would drop collision if it was my fault after like four or five years on the car. Um, I'm not as anal about it now, but it cut my fees. And at that point in time, but the car was usually worth nothing. You know, after a thousand dollar deductible, it was probably worth a thousand dollars. So I would drop it on my side, but I would still insure in case I hit a car full of lawyers. You got to learn a little bit about paying taxes. Not fun. Not fun. Your financial paperwork starts with your paycheck. You should look at it and you should see if you're paying the appropriate amount of taxes and pay your taxes. They don't go away. They're nasty. Now you can manage them. For instance, when you look at if you are self-employed, you could pay yourself just $1 under the threshold before it hits a higher tax bracket and then start giving yourself profit. So there's ways of working it, right? You got to learn about buying a house, selling a house, investing in real estate, saving for college. Um, ID theft is a big thing for a lot of people. It's not for me. It's going to happen. I change my passwords on a regular basis. I don't use debit cards because if someone steals my debit card information, they could dry my bank account. They could bleed it. So I don't, I don't use debit cards. I have a debit card. It's in my house. It's locked up. And then like buying a car is super important. If you can buy two-year-old cars your whole life, you'll save a bundle. And again, if you're on a fixed budget, think about it that way. I, I need to figure out how to save more money instead of buying brand new or it's a depreciation asset. And that's all you need to know. And you do that. You get those highlights, right? You're going to get to retirement. Let's bring in Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. Let's listen for the mic thunk. There you go. Every time he starts on air, he moves the microphone as if he's never done this before. He's my mortgage lender, BayAreaLoanSource.com. Tony, do you have a budget and do you stick to it? And what do you break it for? Um, well, not often do we break it. I mean, we, we set a budget, uh, we sit down, uh-huh. you know, kind of once a month and we're old school. We, we like actually seeing really? bills come in the mail. So, okay. you know, we like seeing it. I like seeing the balance on my mortgage. That's so fun. I'm, I'm electric on everything. Electronic. I know. And, and we actually write checks and we balance a checkbook. So we're pretty involved with our, our budget and you, you kind of have to, as you get older, you have to, do you fight with your wife when you do this? Because I find a lot of people can't talk money. Oh no 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 no! I mean, it's your wife's pretty frugal, so that that helps. But we've 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 managed. I mean, California changed a lot of what we do because okay. it, it you know it, where we came from the East Coast. You know, a little couple things were a little bit cheaper. You come to California, you have to start figuring out. Okay, well, we, you know what we've done is we we've we've really monetized everything. You know, travel, gas, okay. and you know. Okay, so what's cheaper? Do I need a car to actually get to work? Because I can commute. Yeah, you went from two cars to one. Car. I went car, from one car, two cars to one, and I, I, I budget that way, and I and I bus and. Do you look and, at people like Jay Leno who's got like thirty cars and I'm just <laughs> sickening? Um, no, I, I, you know, if you if you could do it, you could do. It. I mean, he's only driving one car at a time, so I mean, if he can buy them, it's not like he's driving thirty cars and it's like thirty. That's great that you can sit down with your wife and talk finances. Yeah, it's one of the hardest things. I mean, it, it's one of the hardest things I see a lot of couples do. You know, we run into a lot of people in in our industry that, um, you know, we have different opinions on pretty much everything. Yeah. Um, paying off debt, not paying off debt, home sure. improvement, not home improvement, buying another investment property. And I mean, I have a client right now who, um, they're the wife kind of forced the husband, who's the only working person in the in the household, to refinance the house, take cash out so they can buy a house for the mother in Peru. And it's, it's like, okay, and, and, but he didn't want to do it. And he's just reluctantly doing this. Um, so we run across a lot of people that do, 
I, I guess, conflict when it comes to you know their goals with money. Okay, that's good to know. At the end of the day, your wife's been taking care of your son, and um, does she scream, "Calgon, take me away!" after you do your budget talks? <laughs> We, um, part of the, part of getting older and especially with a wife of almost 20 years, you, you know, you, you figure out what your duties are and, and you, you enjoy it, whether you, it's just something you said, the dog that does it, Calgon, take me away. So you, you kind of have a budget. That's good. Yeah. Um, have you ever looked at your net worth? Absolutely. Your, Your assets minus your liabilities equals net worth. Um, there's some really good tools out there that can help you do it. Um, companies like Mint.com can help you with the budgeting. Mm-hmm. It can kind of start putting some of your financial. But again, you have to give your electronic information. You can't do it because you get all your bills paper. I get all mine electronically. So I have resources that pull in the data and geo. And I'm kind of a hybrid. Yeah. I, I'll, I do some electronically and some not. I mean, we do all of our payments through our mortgages through our bank account. Okay. All right. That That's something I highly recommend everybody do because that's like the worst uh, payment you can yeah. make on uh, if late on any kind of credit that you have. You can get away with credit cards, and I mean, you can get away with a lot of let, late payments, but not that mortgage. So, um, so I can probably do something like Mint. Um, you can manually do all of these things, but it becomes a pain in the butt. We we pretty much sit down and look at our our net worth every every time we do it do our bills. Yes or no? Do you have an emergency fund? Absolutely. Good. No. We're talking money. We're talking investing. Tony is my mortgage lender. You can find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. It's BayAreaLoanSource.com. Real people, real conversations about real money. I'm Rob Black. Find me online at Rob Black Show. Find Tony if you need a mortgage or a loan. He's done a property for me this year. He's done a property for me refinancing last year. He does it all. Origination, refinances, and much, much more. You can find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. The music on this show, myself and Mike put together, and it reflects kind of our musical taste. Mike is a long-time 50-year-old radio DJ, board operator kind of guy. So worked in country music and such. I myself like alternative music and seeing bands that might become something. Um, so I saw her in concert opening for another band, the Bleachers. And uh, I was just like, she's kind of got one thing going on. She wears big, thick shoes, stomps around the stage, and it's kind of angry. A little bit of a, too much of a one-trick pony for me, but it's all good. Anyhow, that's one of the thoughts that I always had in retirement. Before I became an investor guy, a money guy, I think I had a lot of talent. Um, I used to be friends with Dave Matthews. I've got a great Dave Matthews bathroom story that I can't tell on air. But I can't tell it on air, but if you ever see me in person, ask me, and it's, it's the most glorious story of all time. And I regret my reactions. But at one point in time, I wanted to like be a, represent a music label or something like that and just go from downtown and listen to music and say, you should sign this band. And then things kind of changed. Steve Jobs kind of, he, he kind of messed it up for everyone <laughs> with the whole iTunes. You, all you need to do is buy one song. And then suddenly albums went the way of the Dodo Bird. So, and I see people like Ariana Grande say things like, well, I'm only going to release four singles a year. And then come out with an album at the end of the year and call it an EP or something like that. Not my thing. 
So anyhow, um, that was my first career idea that I wanted to do. I wanted to be music guy, and it didn't quite work out like that. There's no degrees in music guy. So, and then I saw my dad work to the day he died, and those were two of my motivating moments in life. Anyway, um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to ask about, we can ask about. Um, talking with Tony Mendez today about some of the basics and money that you need to know, budgeting, credit, debt, insurance, investing, healthcare, taxes, buying a house, selling a house, investing in real estate, trying to hit as much as we can. Um, I think everyone should have a banking relationship sooner than later. If you've got a 10-year-old kid marches out his hiney, marches hiney down to the bank this week at an open account form, because guess what? It'll follow him for the rest of his life, and it'll show that he had a bank account. Step one in, in, in growing up financially. I know, I know, I know. And instead of getting your kids plastic toys, get them two plastic toys this Christmas, and then put the rest of the money that you would have put into cheap garbage toys into his account for him. Try being a responsible parent instead of being one who's ruining the planet. <laughs> Oh, I'm not judgmental. Um, if you make saving automatic, it's super important. Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com, talked about in the last segment. Automate your mortgage payment because it's the most important one. I automate my investing in my 401k. Don't have to think about it. I automate my extra savings that I pull out every month so that I save more than 15%. It's automated. It automatically goes to accounts and it goes from my bank account to where I want it to go. I like automating stuff so I don't ultimately make a mistake. I don't care if you use Bank of America, Wells Fargo. I don't care if you use a credit union. Whatever floats your boat, as long as it's insured and is relatively credible. Do I want you to use an app? As long as it's insured, I'm fine with it. FDIC kind of thing. FDIC, baby. FDIC. I know you're saying, you don't live an exciting life, do you? You get excited about the FDIC insurance? I do. Um, I think you should look at your credit report. Annualcreditreport.com. Everyone should do this. You get three of them a year. Every four months, at least every six months, do it. Um, And see what's on your credit report. You know, Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. You've known me since basically I was 18 in my dating years and things like that. And you probably don't remember this because I was 15 or 16 when I went into a jewelry company at 15, 16 years old at a mall. Let me guess. You got credit. I got credit. Yeah, and it's still on my credit report. <laughs> I worked. Um, I worked at Farrell's Ice Cream, um, which is kind of like a Friendly's, and uh, then I worked at an Enchanted Village. I used to put together computers. People would buy an Apple II, and it comes in parts. And the store had to put it together. And then I walked into a credit store because I was in love with this girl, Anne. And uh, first date, I bought Madonna tickets. Scout, two hundred dollars each. That's four hundred dollars. Second date was her prom, so I dropped about $600 on that. Third date was her birthday. We lived like 10 miles apart, so it was an effort to get to her because I was pre-driving. Uh, third date was her birthday, so I was like, I got to get something special for her. So I got a, an amethyst necklace, and I went into a K Jewelers or something like that. Sounds right. And they gave me credit for $1,000, and I probably got a $500 bobble. It probably, they probably laughed on the way out or as I was walking out. And it's still on my credit report. It was open for years and years and years and years. So it could, technically, I can walk in and get charged up the, the jewelry, right? How often do you look at your credit report? I just looked at it this morning, in fact. How is it? 
seven ninety nine. <laughs> I know. I know you. I know you don't like. It. Yours is just a hair lower. Mine's like seven sixty right now, yeah. and I made a mistake and I bought a second it, home. Well, okay, so that's that's credit karma, and that's yeah. yeah. And what what I'm trying to say here is that it, it it involves you with your credit. That's the biggest mistake people do. They they don't get a copy of their credit report. Credit Karma has done this for you. They send you emails. You can have it on your phone. They can send you updates. And I mean, you had an incident where somebody was. Um, using your credit, your social security number at a car dealership, for yeah, example. Yeah, that's right. And you were getting these notifications on the phone. You were able to call them up and say, hey, that's not me. So this is this is the you know the information age where you know sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. This is a case where it works and it keeps you involved. Um, it might, you know, some people with, here's what's funny. Is we you know what see, I like about Credit Karma? It's an app. And yeah. for instance, if I open up a line of credit, it emails me or texts me, you just open a line of credit. So in theory, I've got credit fraud protection kind of working for free, and I don't have to pay, you know, nineteen dollars a month to have it monitored and reviewed, and we'll pay your legal well, expenses if your account gets hacked. I mean, you, you were talking. I mean, this is a totally different era. I mean, an eighteen-year-old sure. today, yeah, could walk into a K Jewelers and buy buy a ring, but it shows up right away. Okay, and and you're involved with your credit, and and you get to see it. We didn't know what credit was. I didn't know what credit was until I was about thirty something years old. I started. I was like, oh, I'm going to buy a car. Well, your rates this much. I'm like, why? It was because of this, this, and this. I was like, okay. So I got involved with my credit. It was very manual. It was very you know had a lot of labor to it. And it uh, today it's a lot easier. And I think. You know, a lot of the old school people still kind of like they're, they're not really engaging with it. I highly recommend you do because it's very easy and it's safe and it can make a big difference in how much you pay. If you if you mess something up, or, I mean, if you catch something early enough, you have a better chance of fixing it than if it's later on. We have a client right now that that a, an old collection popped up and they're trying to buy a house and all of a sudden, boom, there it was. And now you have to pay that off. And it's an extra four or five thousand um, for something that's been building up with, a, you know, the, the interest and penalties with a collection agency. It's just it's not worth it. Go, go and get something. At least go you. to annualcreditreport.com and get your, your credit report so you can get started. Get on, get on Credit Karma. It's free. It's easy. It's not going to hurt you. Grow up, people. So you know what Yub Nub is or Nub Yub? Sounds familiar. I'm I'm not sure. It's the Ewok celebration song. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, no. <laughs> okay. I, f- I should have guessed the Star Wars. 1983. Ryan Eliades and I skipped uh, uh, biochemistry, and we went to see Return of the Jedi. Um, long story short, the Ewoks were in Return of the Jedi, and I hated the Ewoks. Um, your facial hair kind of looks very Ewoky right now. Are you gonna shave that? We'll see. Okay. Just throw it out there. Did you know it was called Nub Yub, the song? No, I didn't. I knew there was a yub in it. Yub Nub or Nub Yub. No one knows which one it is. It was composed by John Williams. And uh, I think we all could have lived without the the Ewoks. Just my personal opinion. So let's move forward. I was trying to say you were rambling on about credit, blah, 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 blah. And I don't want to piss people off. I don't get up people upset. Um, what debts do you think people should pay off first? Credit card debt, mortgage debt, um, car loan debt. I've got a car loan. I've got credit card, but I pay the credit card. I service the credit card, so there's no interest. Well, I can only go with what we see. Uh, I pay off high interest rate credit cards. Yep. Um, that's really the first thing that I go after. Uh, anything that you can amortize for a long period of time, like student loans and car payments, things like that, I kind of not car payments. I'm sorry, uh, mortgages. I can I can put those aside. Uh, you know, building credit is is a very 
interesting animal. Um, things are changing. Uh, they, I, mean, I don't know if a lot of people notice, but their credit scores went up recently because they, they, they're looking at medical medical collections different and other collections differently, and, and they're, they're putting more weight on different types of things. But it, credit cards are the number one reason why people's credit scores go lower. Their balances really? especially, yes. Huh. So you could actually have That's a higher... That's true. Mine, mine fluctuates a lot. Yeah, when it, I bought that second home and I furnished it, my, I used a lot of credit. Right. And it's also the fastest way you can fix your credit. Other, okay. You know, the, you can't get a, avoid, you know, those those lates that you have and any collections. Um, there's something called a courtesy release that a lot of people should know about if they have collections where they the creditor can actually remove completely like it was never there if you ask them and say, you pay the full amount and you can get a courtesy release. That'll help your credit as opposed to showing it being paid. If you have credit card problems, I highly recommend you get help from either your spouse or an outsider, maybe a parent, or maybe the Consumer Credit Counseling Services. San Francisco has one. It's three C's, two S's, one F. So CCCSSF.org. There's no shame in getting it fixed. It's going to ding your credit. You're basically admitting to being a loser, but you're going to start working your way out of your debt problems. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. I'm not going to do a show and tell you about the best pizza in the world. You know why? I don't have enough space in my brain to figure out what the best pizza in the world is, nor do I care enough. I care about getting your retirement, and it's my number one focus. And it, it stinks because I come in relationships. And whether they're friends or family members or my spouse, and I I can't enjoy the moment. I can't. I look at everything as a financial decision. So that's a truth. And I think you should too on some levels or don't moan and groan about it later in life. It's like, well, if you didn't vote, then you can't complain about the president. I don't care if you vote or not. More people voted in, in, you know, um, the voice this year than voted for the president. That tells me that something's wrong with America. American Idol gets more votes. Clay Aiken gets votes. And it angers me. With that said, don't moan and groan when you're living in a trailer park later in life. I'll be 75 years old. I'll have a lot of money. I'll pull up in my, um, my Cadillac. And I'll, 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 I'll steal your wife. I'll steal your children. They'll love me because I have money and you don't. And they'll say... I'm going with Rob. He's going to be my new daddy. So don't moan and groan if you don't save enough. That's all I'm going to say. You need $1 million to pay you $40,000 a year to stay out of that trailer park. If you don't have a million, I think there's a good chance you end in a trailer park. That's just my opinion. I'm sticking to it. Or you can go to Arkansas, Oklahoma, and you could live off $400,000 or $300,000. But it goes fast. Um, let's bring in Tony Mendez, Bay Area Loan Source.com. Now, you're one of the kind of self-employed guys because you're a mortgage guy, Bay Area Loan Source.com. So you don't have the benefit of a 401k, uh, but you do fund a retirement account. True. Yep, every year. Every year. Is it fun to do? <laughs> it's easy to do. Yeah. Um, you know, I just, I have some, my emergency fund there and I could keep moving it every year over to the um, IRA. Got it. So pretty simple. Have you ever I'm had happy a, that my wife can actually go back on IRA this year? She's back to work. You know, we were talking about um, credit card debt and situations like that. Have you ever had a situation where you couldn't pay a debt? Wow. I'd have to go back many, many years. I did. I, I got in some credit card debt that got out of control right out of college. 
And I remember the debt collectors would call and like, let's say it was a USAA credit card. They sold the debt to a slimy phone caller debt collection company. And they'd call me and say, is, is Rob Black there? I'm like, oh, no, Rob Black's dead. <laughs> I told creditors that I was dead because it got too much to handle. Can you send in a minimum payment? Can you do this? Can you do that? Can you do this? Can you do that? Um, and it was just, it was yeah. hard. And it, it, that seems to have backed off. Or I no longer am in debt and I'm not getting those calls. Do people still get those calls? Uh, absolutely. Um, okay. You know, we, we actually see this often, you know, as often as we see these kind of credit reports, uh, the last thing you want to do is really ignore something like that. You, I don't say go out and get a lawyer, but you, you, you want to start figuring out how you're going to pay that because that's going to sit there for a long, long time yeah. until it's, it's going to just sit there forever. My first you house, pay I, something. my first house, I had, to have, bankrupt. I had to have one of my business partners kind of front me, uh, co-sign with me because my credit wasn't good enough. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Don't, don't get me started about co-signing. What's, what's your opinion on co-signing? It, it's, it, that is something that is, well, if I, if you and I co-sign, we buy a house and oh. then let's, let's say I don't want to be involved anymore and I leave, but you can't afford to buy me out. So I was like, okay, I'll just leave you. I'll stay on the loan. Well, let's say you make a late payment that, that affects me. Uh, and the same thing for uh, like a father and a son, you know, the son wants a car yeah. and they co-sign or in your case, a friend helped co-sign for you to get a credit card or sure. something. And it just, it, it, it can get. Commingling your credit, I, I think, is only really good for spouses. Okay. Um, otherwise, you're you're just opening yourself up to risk. Do you remember my friend Amy? Uh, absolutely. So, um, Amy J. Yeah, yeah. You can say Amy Jackson, Action Jackson, as we Action used to call her. Um, you and I and her used to go to shows together. Yeah, musical shows like Dave Matthews, and mm-hmm. it was interesting that you said Dave Matthews. Has no talent, will never succeed. You said that his violinist no, is over I the top. I never said that. I said he. Yeah, I you said were he gave, wrong. No, I said he gave me a headache. <laughs> With that said, he was on some crazy drugs. Oh my gosh! Um, I, I met him as well, and it was he was way over my head. The violinist gave me. He he's just gave me people, a headache. He, he kind of talks like kind of like a little bit like this. Where he's kind of like all over the place. Where he's like, you know, I like music because you know my, my guitar kind of talks to me when I'm playing it, and you're like. Okay, you're a little bit too weird. Your guitar doesn't actually yeah. talk to you, but that's neither here nor there. So let's keep moving forward. Uh, well, Is that even more. possible? Oh, Amy Jackson. Um, I co-signed a car with her because she. I, I was totally in love with her. I was infatuated. I was smitten as a college boy. And um, I, I was responsible. She was dating a Marine who wasn't responsible. And um, she wrecked her car. He wrecked her car something like that. And her parents wouldn't co-sign. And she didn't. She's she going to get a car. So I did it. And it, it was on my car. It was on my credit for many, many years. So not the smartest thing to do. The only thing I could say about credit in that, you know, having a credit event is to get it over with early. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, because it, it does take time to fix itself. And you do eventually want to buy a house if you haven't already bought one. Um, I know people who they buy a house and then they screw up their credit. And they, they don't care because I, I already have a house. I don't care about my credit anymore. Uh, a lot of people with money, they don't really pay attention to their credit because they think money can fix it, uh-huh. But it, which is weird because uh, I, I'll have somebody come in and say, I make $300,000 a year. I sh- deserve to buy a house, but I didn't pay attention to this this collection. I haven't uh-huh. seen my credit, and then you see it, and it's so they have bad credit, but they make good income, but they're going to end up with a higher interest rate, but they think they deserve a lower interest rate because they have a lot of money. Bad, and it, what it, you're seeing you is bad credit it. is like an STD. It lurks underneath. You don't really notice it. It's, and yeah, it suddenly pops, up at, the it worst pops up at the worst time. And you're like, oh, I didn't know. I had these little critters running around down there. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. So that's Tony Mendez. <laughs> Talking venereal diseases and credit. <laughs> Actually, I was the one who threw in the venereal disease, but yeah, credit can come back to haunt you in weird times. You can find Tony at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. I'm Rob Black, talking credit, talking investing, talking debt, talking insurance, talking retirement, getting you there sooner than later, investing. Oh, yes. You can find Tony at BayAreaLoanSource.com. You can find me at RobBlackShow.com, RobBlackShow.com, and I got contribute a lot of downloadables to NewFocusFinancial.com. Downloadables, things you can get in your hands and look at.